0: Thank you. Praise the Lord. Eh, I said praise the Lord. At least let's know that you are there. Hallelujah. Father, we are very grateful to you for your privilege of coming to your presence and to be partakers of the death, the resurrection of Jesus, saying that we do this in remembrance of you. Now, Lord, we are here to hear from you. And we ask that you give us understanding hearts, that your word may have a free course to our lives. In Jesus' name, we have prayed and everyone said, Praise the Lord. I really want to hear you better than this. I said, Praise the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to John chapter, uh, sorry, Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to 4, please. The Bible says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised, from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also shall walk in the newness of life amen this morning we want to look at the sermon title responding to god's righteous living is a must responding to god's righteous living it's a must. God's expectation for all his children is that we may respond to his righteous living. Two critical things in this. First one is that that it could be shown and it will be seen the complete work that Jesus made or did. For those who believe him. Very important. The second thing is that. That Satan will be put to shame. That men Can still live like Jesus Christ. Amen. First thing. God wants to prove. That people can live in this newness of life. They can live to please God. They can live to, to show that there are different people under the sun who love God and live with God and demonstrate God. The scripture we read, I like for us to carefully consider. The Bible said, and I like the way the Spirit of God lined it up here. There are questions about three serious questions in the scripture. He said, what shall we say then? That's the first thing. What shall we say? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? You know, I pray that you and I will have understanding about what Jesus has done in our lives. And listen to me carefully. And respond to the workings of God inside you. Amen. Unfortunately... We have not understood it that way, but today I pray that revelation will dawn on your heart in the name of Jesus. In the verse number two, the Bible says, "Certainly not." When the two questions were asked, "Shall we then continue in sin?" Then the answer comes by saying, "Certainly not." How shall we who, how shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? When the Bible declares a person that you are dead to sin, it is like a goat dead to knife. You know how easy it is not to catch a goat? Even it may be your own goat. Your Christmas has come and you have reserved this goat to, for slaughter. When you start making attempts, this goat will drive you everywhere. You just have to find a way to catch the goat, correct? But when the goat had been caught and the knife has been put into the throat, and the goat is lying there, dear brother, dear sister, may I ask you a question? When you are coming to the goat that is dead, will the goat rise up and run away? Hello, that's not... But you understood it. Amen. God is raising a very serious matter to his body. I'm telling you. God is very committed to seeing to it that his sons and daughters, they live above board. Praise the Lord. God's expectation from on high is that, yes, they are there. They will work righteously. They will not contaminate themselves. And the good news is that, The grace of God has enabled us, Amen. Then the verse number three. He says, "Or do you not know, Namunim, that as many of us that were baptized into Christ were baptized into His death, as many of us that accepted Jesus Christ?" And we went into it by saying, Jesus, we go into the water, rise up with you. We, 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 we said, Jesus, we agree that you died with us in the grave. And when you resurrected, you resurrected with us. Amen. Today, the church of Jesus doesn't fear sin anymore. Time is not on our side for us to take our time and to expose what God is telling us. But I pray that a little you here today may establish you in righteous living in Jesus' name. So the Bible says that we were dead in baptism and resurrected with Him. Listen to me, you have power from the Son of God... To live righteously for His name. Amen. Are you understanding me? So the verse number 4. I love the newness of the matter that the Bible is raising. Would you like to read everyone. As far as you can read. Would you please read what is on the board for us. One, two. Therefore we were buried with Him through. Into that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should live in the newness of life. Everybody here today who has given his life to Christ, my announcement to you is that you are a new creation, and you have a new life to live in the face of this life. Amen. Amen. The enabling ability to live like Christ is not initiated by you. It's initiated by the death of Christ when he raised you and when he came out from the tomb and gave you that ability, you too can live it. Should we not go about and say that, uh, I don't know what came on me. You know, we entertain these things And do not allow Christ to be made manifest. Hallelujah. And I believe, God, that as we come to the table of the Lord this morning, you will see the glory of God to live righteous for the Lord. Amen. I want to show you a few things from the book of Ezekiel. Chapter 14, verse number 12 to 20, we may not read it all, but there are a few points I would like to take. In the verse number one of this book, I love it very much because the day God directed my heart many years ago, it taught me a lot of things. It taught me how human beings are. In the verse number one, which is not what we're going to talk about today, but you see something like this, that the men, the elders of Israel, they went right in the presence of they went to the presence of, uh, of the prophet of God. And they were hiding all kinds of things in their heart. And yet they wanted to make inquiries about the Lord. And the Lord said that, see these people, they are coming to sit in front of you. But they have their idols in their heart. And I preach on it. Bosom is not like you having a stone. Worshipping an idol. And they said, "The bosom. a sometimes, and so God had to deal with it. But the matter that we are raising this morning, that is a crucial matter, is rather found in the verse number 2. And listen to what the Bible says. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when the land sings against me persistently, Persistent, asa as oho ana omaibi oho eya bonitiami, egusuaya bonitiami, a sin against me persistently, unfaithfully. I will stretch my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send farming on it, cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, saying, uh, sayeth the Lord, Amen. Sit well. If I cause the wild beast, to pass through the land, and empty it, and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beast. Even though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord, they would deliver neither son or daughter, neither sons or daughters. Only they will deliver; they will be delivered. And the land will be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land. And say, sword, go through the land and cut off man and beast from it. Even though these three men were in it, as I live. Says the Lord, they will not deliver neither son nor daughters, sons nor daughters, but only they themselves will be delivered. Or if I send the pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood and cut off from it man and beast, even though Noah, Daniel, uh, Noah, Job, and Daniel were in it. As I live, says the Lord, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. Amen. Let me explain something. Dear brethren, I plead by the name of Jesus. If you are born again, If you are born again, you have received Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord. God expects you to allow the grace that has come to you to help you to live righteously for His name. Don't ever think that, ah, This one is too tough to do. Shall we continue in saying that grace may abound? Certainly not. Now, God began to speak. And God said, These men that I have mentioned to you right now, they are men who were privileged to have been sanctified by the blood of Jesus before when Jesus came in to execute that matter right from the foundations of the earth. You remember the Bible talked about Abraham was justified by his faith ahead of time because he believed God. Amen. May I say this to you? When the Lord opened my eyes to this, I saw how critical it is For every believer to be very careful and get so comfortable with the Holy Spirit so that he may live right to honor God. May I tell you that easy gospel that seemed to be coming to us, making us think that it's not possible to live right, it's not of God. Or else Romans chapter 6 will not begin to talk like this. When he says that should we continue to live in sin, that grace may abound, certainly not. Let me tell you where we were coming from. We were dead in sins and trespasses. But when Jesus came forth and delivered us by the power of God when he died, the sin was evacuated from us. And we were given with righteousness from the Father to live for his name. We have become too casual in our days. But I want to say to us today, see how serious God is. God is saying that if he decides to punish a land, and may I say to you, land don't sin. Praise the Lord. Countries don't sin. It is the people of the country, those people in the country are the ones who make the land sin. And so God says that if I decide to punish any nation, and let me tell you something, the pandemics and the COVID-19s and all of this that the earth is experiencing... Is as a result of sin and neglect of God and, and 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 the people who don't governments and people who don't want to acknowledge God. This is the reason why we are going through what we are going through. But may I tell you something that God is insisting on here? The verse number fourteen of this scripture, that I uh, fourteen. Would you want to read it one more time for me, please? One, two. Did you yourself, did you hear what you said? I was trying to understand you. Shall we say it together? One, two. Even if these men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they would deliver only themselves by. Now listen carefully. Why is God talking like that? After Jesus has come to die and had sacrificed such a painful death, ill-treated, mishandled, rejected and disrespected and forsaken. All for you and I to receive newness of life according to Romans chapter 6 verse 4. If we go back to do those things that are not allowed by God. God is simply saying, He will punish us. The time has come for the saints of God to rise up. And to be so dedicated to God that what is called sin should never be your friend. Amen. Today we fear. To tell this truth. The church of Jesus does not want to say it. But sin is detrimental to any group of people. When God began to talk like this. He said. Even though I send pestilence. And I decide to punish a nation. The nation will be punished. But if there was a righteous man. And that righteous man will say. Himself by His righteous living. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. Don't think that I'm trying to tell you that any of us have any righteousness of ourselves. No way. I know where I'm coming from. I know how tainted and wicked and bad that I was until the blood, until the cross, until Calvary took care of me. Broke every chain of sin. Set me free. Let me tell you. And after that God injected into my DNA what is called righteousness. And because God has done that. He has enabled me to be able to live righteously. He has enabled you to live righteously. So now he comes back to say. If I decide to punish a nation. And then these men are dead. In other words, as even their righteousness have taken them to heaven, if God decides to bring them back to come and live on the land, they will not base their argument on the certificate of the first heaven that they went. Their righteousness in demonstrating that it is Christ at work in them, both to will and to do of his good pleasure, is what will save them. Amen. Are you listening to me? So those of us who have become very careless in our living, that we entertain in bitterness, jealousies, talking evil about other people, you sit down and all you are doing every day, all kinds of things are going on, when you need to pay attention to your life and allow God to work in you and be joyful and serve Him, Instead of doing that, you are too mindful about many other external things. I have good news for you. Back to yourself and allow Jesus to be at work in you. Amen. Because he says, Daniel and Noah. And you know something about it. You see, God is very practical. He's not theological. He is very, very practical. Genesis chapter 7, verse number 1. He demonstrated this when he decided to punish a nation. Look at what he said. The Bible says, Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, and you and your household, shall, uh, you and your household, because I have seen that you are what? I want to hear you. I have seen that you are what? So, Noah was saved by his righteousness. It is not because Noah was from Israel. That is why God decided to save him. Sometimes we tend to think that it is because we have some kind of fraternization with God. No way. A man will win the favor of God when he has allowed Jesus to be at work in him both to will and to do of his good pleasure, and there is a translation of the life of Jesus Christ in him. It is only at that time that that man will have favor with God. Amen. That's why this morning, I want you to be very committed to living righteously for the Lord. And the good news is that you see, Righteous living is not by your ability. I bless the Lord, the Bible says, uh, the grace of God that appears unto all men has appeared unto us. Uh, that we may live righteously. There is enough grace to live for Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning I want you to yield to that. Because we have come to a point where you don't see believers anymore. You don't see children dedicated to God. Christians are fighting. Christians are lying. Christians are deceiving other Christians. Christians are not praying. And yet present themselves as we are praying. A Christian man is paid a salary. And the Bible says that bring tithes to the house of the Lord. And then he can make excuse and doesn't do it. Christians are doing all kinds of things. In our hearts, we look at people, we are upset about them. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you will be saved by your righteous living. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. I have kept it for too long. One of the things that the Lord told me, I called you that you may always preserve people, that they may make it. That's, how I, that's, that's the reason why I preach the way I preach. It's not because of dennis it's because what god called me to do he gave me that ability so the earlier you accept me and get along with me the better it will be for us god wants me to always tell people that entering into heaven is not a small thing but it can be very easy for you when you would allow jesus christ the son of god to take the center stage of your life and to dictate what to do. Many of us have too many. We have food to life. We have a fleshly life, and we have the so-called spirit. Spirit and flesh don't live together. It is only the spirit. Therefore, let us walk as sons of the light. Let us walk as sons of the day. If we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. If we walk in the flesh, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. God wants us to live for Him. And today, many people don't fear God. See, these men are weightier men. They are very solid men. And do you know why they were able to live? These men, these men came into the world before Jesus was sacrificed. But blessed be the name of the Lord and the wisdom of God. For the Bible said... That the lamp of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth, God spiritually did it and He credited those men with those righteousness. So in their day, they lived as righteous men. And so when God was making reference to them, He said, let me tell you, if I decide to punish a nation and these men even are in it, they can only save themselves by their righteous living. Today, many believers, in marriage, we are terrible. Upon the job, we are useless. Dealing with one another, we are nothing. I say to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, may we repent and allow the goodness of the Lord to work in us. Today, you can't trust relationships anymore. People always have something under their sleeve. Let us let it go. None of us sitting here operated like Daniel. None of us sitting here operated like Job. Today when a Christian has had a little hit, that's the end of fellowship with God. The little COVID that we went through, many people's faith have become shamble. May you not be like that. What didn't Job go through? Did the man job not go through? One day lost his sons, lost the multi-million millions of cities business, and when he has lost it all, he rose up and said, "Blessed be the name of the Lord." Today, can you find believer who will still bless the name of the Lord? Who will still say, "The Lord, He is God"? When he has lost few things, even COVID. Has caged us. Come out from this place. Come out. Come out. And shake off. And say I will serve God in the midst of all things. We have a good reason. I have seen that the protocol observation. Is so severe for believers. Even than the word of God. May the Lord deliver us. Let me tell you something. When the Lord strikes even a nation with pestilence, and for whatever reasons it comes to you through the fault of yours, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will surely deliver you from it. I didn't hear you say amen. And unless you don't believe the word of God. The time has come for us to, you know something, God is still very busy looking for a lot of things. He wants, He wants to prove himself. Let me tell you, those doctrines that are making people sinful, always concentrating on what you can get from the Lord, they are not doctrines of God. What is the doctrine of God is the, is Jesus at work in you, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Come with me to Second Samuel. Chapter 22. I love that passage of Scripture. The whole chapter talks about Jesus. It talks about the man David. His experiences with the Lord and his deliverances. And he was singing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs and, and blessing the Lord and worshipping the Lord. Early this time we'll go to verse 20. And so this man now has said so many things, but I thank God for something that he said here. He said, He also brought me, referring to God, he also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. And the Lord rewarded me according to what I want to hear you according to what? Have you seen the word used? My righteousness. My righteous living. He delivered me according to my righteousness. And please don't misunderstand. Please don't let devil jam your mind. None of us have righteousness of our own. But what we have received from the Lord, we can let it work. Praise the Lord. He delivered me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands, He has recompensated me. Continue quickly. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and I have not wickedly departed from my God. How many of us have decided that we will be so dedicated to Jesus and will not wickedly depart from the Lord? So he says that I have not departed wickedly from my God. Continue. For all his judgments were before me. Those of us who are not studying the judgments, the word of the Lord, not making time for God to lift up from the leaves into your heart, I say to you, you are missing too much. Make time for the word of God. For the Bible says that for all his judgments, were before me. In other words, I take time to study Bible. And that's his status. And for his status, I did not depart from them. I was also blameless before him. And I kept myself from my iniquity. I love that portion. Do you know that sometimes there are some things that instigate you to do evil you shut that thing down that's what he meant by my iniquity sometimes you can be provoked but the truth is that you can say shut up i will not do that for my body is the temple of the living god why wouldn't you say amen i know you are not very happy with me but when the day comes you'll be very happy with me amen and so my iniquity my things that i do so loosely I brought myself under control that I may not do them. Yes. Therefore the Lord has recompensed me. According to my, once again, according to my righteousness. According to the my cleanliness in his eye. May you be found pleasing the Lord all the days of your life. In Jesus name. Ah. Don't be careless, oh brother. Don't be careless, sister. Don't think that the grace will continue to abound and you do and you do and you say grace, grace, grace. The grace of God enables you to do what is right. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Let me probably finish to 27. Yes, 26 says that with the merciful... Now listen to this. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With the blameless, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. Ha! Ah! Niya, ukoin biya, faso Se ubekarri wuhum will meet you in the same way. I see God very not happy. Let me tell you, I don't have time on this matter, but I will confirm this by the last book. Come with me to Revelation's chapter twenty-two, verse number ten to twelve. Listen to this. As you make note, I beg you in the name of Jesus, when you go back, study it. See what he says. And he said to me, when he said, he said to me, it is God, Jesus, talking to John. He said to me, do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book. For the time is at hand. Let, for the time is at hand, he Who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. The verse number 12 says, And behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me. To give every man according to his word. Ah! Child of God. If I were you, I would start paying attention to every way of mine. Let me tell you, the time has come for us to be responsible. Let me beg you. The time has come for every one of us not to blame nobody. Things that you have not done right, don't neglect and cross over. Go to God. The marriage that is not working. The job on the job corruption. In the fellowship of the brethren the wicked act. And hatred. The gossiping and the backbiting. The filthiness of not praying. And yet you have time for every radio activity. May the Lord deliver you. The things we pay attention to. Are the neglect of the Holy Word of God. Let's come back. Let's come back today as we come to the table of the lord may i ask you i know many people have chosen how they want to serve god but may i announce something to you serve god on his terms don't serve god on the terms of nobody don't even say pastor Denny said serve god on the terms of God because He is coming quickly, He has His reward in His hands. Bow your heads with me for prayer. Today, maybe you have thought it that oh it's all right. And I know that dear Holy Spirit, He's so generous that in times like this, he will remind you. He will show you how you have taken things light. Would you please ask the Lord. Lord, I could hear you speak to me like this. And and plead for mercy. And Maybe you are here. As for you, this Jesus, you don't know him. As your personal Savior and Lord. You have heard. It looks like if you have heard, but you have not encountered him. So, as much as you try to do good, you find yourself in not living in righteousness. And you say, "Today my hands are up. I need him to help me." Wherever you are, that you want us to go to the cross right now, the cross of Calvary, and say, "Pastor Dennis." I want to come to the cross. Where my sins will be nailed to the cross and I will be free. As we bow our heads, you lift your hands and say, Pastor Dennis, I cannot resist God anymore. Lift your hands and I will pray with you. It is God who is calling you. It is not me. It is God who wants to help you. If you lift your hands in a higher way that I can see you wherever it is. At the top or down? If you do, I will see and I will pray for you. This call is not for too long. God bless you, brother. It's not for too long. Is there anyone? If your hands are up, stand wherever you are. I don't want you to come to the front. Stand wherever you are. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you, grandson. Somebody else. You know, it's your time. So many people are ashamed of the Lord when He's calling them. Many people say there are many people here. How can I raise my hands? Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Heavenly Father. Let's pray this prayer together as you stand. Say, my Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know that I'm far from righteous living. And I ask you to forgive me. I have repented from my sins in hearing your word. Now I open my heart. Son of God. Come into my life. And live your righteous life in me. So that I will be found worthy of you. All the days of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Please sit down. We are coming to the table of the Lord. I will pray. we will serve the Lord. Please bear with us for the next ten minutes. Communion Sundays. Because we do dedications and different things. We exceed the time we ought to close. So just bear with us. Father. We stand today thanking you for the understanding of the grace of God that has appeared to us. Teaching us to observe all things in righteous living. Thank you for the ability that you have given to us to live for you and to shame the devil. We come before you today. I know that many hearts may have communicated to you, Lord. Many hearts may have repented. Many hearts may have been humbled, as was said from the beginning. In all of this, we only ask for your mercy. You said that we cannot come to your table anyhow. Therefore, I plead by the blood of Jesus... That you would sanctify us wholly. Lord I know that none of us are weak. Because your strength is made perfect in our weakness. Your expectation will be met because of your grace. And so I pray that as we come to this table. Let healing flow. Let deliverance flow. Let the power of God be at work in the name of Jesus and show us your mercy. We thank you for the table of the Lord. Bless this for us in Jesus' name. Amen. We ask the elders to come and serve us as we bring it to you. Be in the spirit of prayer, in all humility, as you partake in this, you do it with reverence. The Lord Jesus Christ, as we have received of him, so we also deliver to you. The same night that he was betrayed, he took bread when he had lifted it, he gave to his disciples. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And so may you keep your focus on the Lord right now. Once you know you are a believer, once you know you have surrendered, once you know you have repented. May you please take this matter seriously. Don't let anything force you to get involved. Because the Bible says that if you do this in an unworthy manner, you drink damnation or you eat damnation to yourself. You should know your own state. The broken body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The peeling of this thing is a bit difficult. So you can look at it from the way I'm doing it on the board. And then you do, you first peel the first part. And then you do the second part so you can have access to the bread. The Lord Jesus Christ, the same night that He was betrayed, He took bread and when He had lifted it up, He gave thanks and declared that this is the broken body of me as offering us. You eat this, you do it in remembrance of me, the broken body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we bring to you. If you have not been served yet, wherever you are, if you lift up your hands, that the elders will see and they will come to you. You need another one? Okay. They will come to you. Alright, any of the elders having one in it, please, it can be given to Joseph. I think he's struggling with the first one. The elders can take this as well. If you have been able to peel it off, Would you please stand in the presence of the Lord, just for a short moment of time. We have received of the Lord that which we also give unto you. The Lord Jesus Christ, the same night that he was betrayed, he took bread. When he had lifted it up and given thanks, he broke it and gave unto his disciples and said, This is my broken body for you. As often as you eat this, please remember to remove your mask. As often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. Eat. The same way he took the cup. When he has said saying, this cup is the blood of the New Testament in me. Do this in remembrance of me. Drink. We pray for you right now. Our Father, according to your holy word, we have drunk life to ourselves. We have eaten your dear body. Lord, if there is anyone who is sick, I thank you for the privilege of rebuking it in your name. I command sickness, disease, infirmities. Those who are here and those who are at home. In the name of Jesus. And I ask for strength for them in the inner man. By your spirit. I ask for strength. For their bodies and healing for their bodies. Heavenly Father. We thank you for the truth. Your word says that if you be for us who can be against us. We have heard your truth. And we have aligned our hearts and our minds and our souls to it. Therefore glorify yourself in our bodies. Let each one be healed. Let each one be energized. Let each one be strengthened in your might. Now Lord, not unto us but unto you do we give glory. And ask that as we go, you will go with us. As we bring our offerings, Lord... We bring them to honor you. We count it as a privilege and an honor. Even to bring our tithe. It's not because of what we are bringing that you will eat. But you have made it plain to us that you are looking for our obedience. And so Lord as we bring our tithe and our offering. We ask that you will bless us. Go with us and walk with us. And show us mercy. According to your word, you are coming soon. May you preserve us in your righteousness and keep us in your coming until we see our dear Lord, the Son of the living God. May each one be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.